0: Well, good day everybody. Tim Karskatten here at Christian Center Street Board doing our daily podcast. So glad you've joined us today. We're gonna close out our prophetic word, the dream that I had from Israel, and really speak about what the true prophetic is doing and how it's about to explode on the scene to bring transformation in the earth. Be a part of it. Alright, let's listen in. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Oh, why so downcast, oh, my soul. Put your hope in God. And bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Oh, my soul. Lord, my soul. oh, why so downcast, oh, my soul. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Well, blessings. that is uh, a word, I think, for this hour, our soul, <laughs> that our spirit man must speak to it. Well, welcome. It's the 16th day of... November 2022, lots of events going on in the earth right now, and I want to finish this prophetic word that we started Monday, but speaking of events, let me, before I get into that, the word, uh, please, let's pray, especially, I'm just going to, I'm trying to activate intercessors to pray for what's going on in Eastern Europe uh, with Russia and Ukraine, and if you saw the news yesterday, um, a missile was filed, I'm sure, some probably accidentally, but nobody knows into poland which is an escalation it's a nato country uh you know all of nato's been activated the u.s is identifying that it was a russian missile of course you know russia denies it as always but it uh, very clearly uh, is near the border so it wasn't that far from uh, ukraine but it did cross over and you never know. When you look at history, you see events like World War II. You know, the, an event in France that triggered uh, parts of World War II. It doesn't take much. It's very volatile. You see this in Israel all the time. One uh, terrorist activity or one uh, attack on a Palestinian or whatever. Many things like that can explode in Japan, in Israel, and you have a chaos. On your head. So, world events are triggers sometimes, and this is a very alarming trigger possibly uh you know because ukraine took back one of the largest cities in ukraine this last week uh russia's response is always to retaliate and attack citizens not not a nuke not weapon sites or military sites to attack apartments and hospitals and schools that's been the the trend through this war and uh, yesterday many missiles all over the country i think right now over 10 million people in ukraine are without electricity and you just don't understand how volatile that is or how uh, devastating that is for uh, you know a country that tends to have very cold winters and we're coming into that season right now and this is where you get into psychological warfare beyond just the the physical warfare that we're doing this i just want to activate you please pray Remember, we've been talking about this, about the Prince of Persia, Gog, Magog, all these these entities, these principalities, these powers that are all on the on the war field right now. Ukraine is the, the war field, but the fact is that they're all there, and these are all biblical issues, and it will come down to Israel. Ultimately, that's what we're going to look at when we see these things, is that It'll become attack on Israel at some level eventually, because these spirits and the Bible are clear when you read in Ezekiel and other passages that these will be the issues that will attack the land of Israel at the end of the age. And so they're they're engaged right now. They're in full engagement. So we have to understand the ultimate goal is not Ukraine or Europe. The ultimate goal is Israel. So we want to pray a hedge around them and a protection around them and that there be no premature wars. Remember the enemy tries to change times line time timelines. And, and I think that's something we're warning everybody about right now, changing timelines and laws because why he wants to wear down the saints till we, we get to that place. I remember when I first started going to Ukraine, uh, people weren't even voting. The Christians for most of them were not voting because they said, why it's all corrupt anyway. See, that's what, that's what happens when you wear down saints. They give up, and then they don't engage in the in the battle, and we have to everybody engage. Okay, so that's just a little news briefing. We want to pray for them. So, Father, we just ask for peace, uh, Lord, in Poland and the whole region, Father, that there will be not any uh, premature activities. Father, I pray you give them wisdom and navigate through that. Thank you for this podcast, family, that will join with me in prayer. We're so thankful for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, let's get back to our our finishing our dream. Uh, I I laid the foundation for it uh, the last two days. And I want to just take it to where I think the Lord has taken it. Because in my dream, as you've heard me share, the true prophetic started really coming forth. And here's the true prophetic, if you want me to define it. One, it's directly from God. And two, it is no um, intimidation from man. It is what God is saying, regardless of what anybody else is thinking, good or bad. If you remember the book of Ezekiel, you know, Ezekiel was a man that released the true prophetic. And as he did that, people rejected it. He did not withhold the prophetic. It says in Ezekiel, by the end of the book, it says that Ezekiel was faithful in everything the Lord asked him to do. Can you imagine being a prophet in a country, in a people where you knew without a doubt they were not going to listen to your words? They were not going to obey your words. That's why God gave him a forehead of flint. But he was that type of person. And, you know, God told him to prophesy to the rebellious uh, people of Israel. And he basically told my paraphrase. He did say this in, in context. He said, look, they won't listen to me. God said that they surely won't listen to you but you must go ahead and prophesy. And that is the bitterness of being a prophetic voice sometimes is that you know when you prophesy, sometimes they're not going to hear the word, but you have to go ahead and say it anyway because your reward is not in people accepting the prophetic. Your reward is that you were obedient to God to say what he asked you to say. And in my encounter, the beautiful thing that I saw about this woman with the issue of blood, remember, if you remember the, the last two days, I saw her as somebody that it was dead to self, functioning in the things of the Spirit. And she had no fear but to speak what God was saying. The Lord showed me in a vision as we were praying in this uh, one, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago, but we had a vision. And I literally saw, uh, first of all, I heard this from the Lord. He said, When you walk in this level of prophetic when you walk in this level of truth in my word nothing will be withheld from you and you will be able to even speak to even cancers and they will be dispelled by walking in this level of prophetic and then i saw the mountains being removed just like jesus said and i think this is a level of frustration for all of us in our walk with the lord and you know our word of faith teachings taught us to speak to the mountain and it'll be moved well uh, we've spoke to many mountains, millions probably, through the years, and they've not been moved. <laughs> so something's wrong. Uh, the theology, the words of the theology sound right, but the manifestation of it is not there. So there is something wrong. And I believe it has to do with your carnal nature, with your heart. And if you remember the story in Matthew 21, when Jesus deals with the barren fig tree, and he returns and seeing that the fig tree on the road, he came to it. And found nothing except leaves on it. And he said to it, no longer shall there be any fruit from you. And at that once, the fig tree withered. You know, that's a whole prophetic picture about not being fruitful in your walk. But then he says, seeing this, the disciples were amazed and asked, how did the fig tree fit wither all at once? And Jesus answered them and said, truly, I say to you, if you have the faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, But even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And all these things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive it. Okay, so it sounds like we just got to pray the right prayer and have faith and then these mountains will move. And I'm not here to say that that won't happen. But I'm here to say this. I think God is trying to speak to us in this passage in a special way. I think God is going to give the true prophetic such an authority in this next season that we will speak to things that are not producing fruit and they will wither. Not as a, you know, sanctimonious part of our walk and how holy we are, but the fact is when there's something that God has put in the earth that's supposed to be producing and it's not, it has to be removed sometimes. And God's going to tell us where and when. Jesus didn't do anything that he didn't see the Father doing. He didn't say anything the Father wasn't saying. So we must put that in the context of Scripture Understand it's not a random, let me go speak to fig trees, let me go speak to mountains that I don't like or I think should move by my faith, I can move them. I want to speak to the fig trees and I want to speak to the mountains that the Lord is telling me to speak to. And having faith that I've heard him will cause what I believe when I pray. See, when I have a word from God, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of whatever, a prophecy, And I know it's him. My faith is not in my words being spoken. My faith is that I heard from God and I'll speak his word. And his word will cause the thing to wither. His word will cause the mountain to be moved. And the Lord said, you're going to see, he said this very clearly, you and the body of Christ in this true prophetic, you're going to see that scripture manifested where you're actually going to speak to the mountains of, of adversity, the mountains of issues around you. And you're literally going to see them moved in a, in a direct way because the true prophetic is arising right now. So in Jeremiah, you know, there were many false prophets that God spoke to Jeremiah about and told him to deal with them. And he told him to denounce them in, in the way that they were prophesying. And I, I hate to say this, but this is going to happen in the days ahead. God is going to denounce false prophetic. And some of it is, is just out of ignorance. And some of it is just flesh. It's carnal. And it's not true. They're not hearing the Lord. They're there. Sometimes it's their will, their wish, but it's not the Lord. And the Lord's about to deal with that because he's cleaning up his house. And one house he's cleaning up is his prophetic house. And in Jeremiah, as he was he was uh, being told by the Lord, the anger of the Lord burned against these who were prophesying this way. And he said, in the last days, you will clearly understand this. He said, I did not send these prophets, but they ran. I did not speak to them, but they prophesied. <laughs> but, and this is the thing, he says, but if they stood in my council, they would have announced my words to my people and would have turned them back from their evil way and the evil of their deeds. Now that was the litmus test for God at that moment. Israel was in rebellion, they were going after their evil ways and there was people prophesying. Everybody was prophesying. And the Lord said, had they stood in my counsel and actually said what I was saying, you would have seen the fruit of people turning from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. That's how you know or you would know that I had spoken and you'd been in my counsel. Because see, this is something I want to just lay a foundation before we close. True prophetic should bring transformation. It should move people from one place to where they should be. And if they, and for that context, Israel, they were an evil people doing evil deeds. And so the true prophetic would have moved them a different direction. The fact that they could prophesy and continue in their sin was the definition or was the manifestation that they had not been in God's counsel nor heard his voice. Now we want to be in his counsel and we want to hear his voice so that we can too prophesy to what the problems of our nations are, what their cities are, our families, and watch them turn from their evil ways and turn from their evil deeds and see transformation well guess what many times those words are not going to be pleasing to man and to the intentions of men so that's why it becomes a difficult issue and we must stand in his counsel and you know what if that was your fig tree that you were producing fruit are you you were hoping would produce food? and Jesus said no it's not it's gone Okay, what if you're that voice that has to do that? I've had to do that before, had to say things that I didn't want to say because it was what the Lord was saying, and we have to be faithful. And this is what's going to move in your life and mine, to walk in the true prophetic. We're not going to worry about the consequences of men, but we're going to speak what the Father has to say. We're going to do it in love, but we're going to speak what he's saying. So this is the end of what I saw in my dream And then I saw God said he's going to begin on these mountains he moves, going to put a new place in the kingdom for us to have authority. So I want you to receive this word and as we pray for these world events, what better time to have true prophetic than to speak to some of these battles that are going in the world, especially in Europe and others. So Father, I pray right now, everybody's listening, that we'd all have a hunger to walk in the true prophetic, be immersed in it, baptized in fire, so that we can hear your counsel and speak what is on your heart today. Lord, I bless them and I say, God, let it happen in them today. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. All right, God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Love each and every one of you. Blessings to each and every one of you. Again, thanks for listening on this app, whether it be Podbean, Apple, Spotify, however you have found us. Again, we are on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble as well as our app. We keep getting censored by YouTube. So always, if you lose us on YouTube, go find us on one of those apps as well as our website, ChristianCenterStreetBord.com. Again, check out all we're putting on our app. And you can sew there. You can read the Bible with us. We so love you. All right, come back tomorrow. Love you. Bye.